Hey friend, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. You have clicked on our hang with Nick Jonas. I mean, this guy is killing it. He has a new album coming out in June called Last Year Was Complicated and a new single out now featuring Tove Lowe called Close. I love Nick Jonas. I have been a Jonas Brothers fan for as long as I can remember. And whenever I get a chance to talk with Nick or Joe or any of the other Jonases, I truly enjoy it. And it's a conversation where I really get to learn a lot. And I think you will too. So yeah, here's our hang with Nick Jonas. I hope you enjoy. Zach Sang Radio Show. I'd be a great baby daddy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think people understand this is a punishment. Great. Why would you not want to be a part of this? What? People in nice cars can't fart? What did I do? Vomit. It is the Zach Sang Show. Nick Jonas is hanging out in the studio right now. What up? Yep. Last year was complicated. Yeah. Pre-order today, March 25th. Album out June 10th. Yep. Was it that complicated? Because from an outsider looking in... Mm-hmm. I would say that last year, in my opinion, was a massive year for you, right? It was. It was. Two hit TV shows, Kingdom, <laughs> Scream Queens, yeah. two massive singles. I mean, you reinvented yourself in music and you came back in a way that you've never you've never hit before. Yeah. I think the thing you know, that, that I was really focused on in making the record was that we all go through the same things. You know, yeah. No matter where we are in our life or career, what we do, you know, who we're around. Um, we deal with some of the same human issues and, and things. And um, the whole backstory, basically for the title of the album, mm-hmm. which I'll tell really quickly, is that I was making the record, came to a point where I felt like um, I was n- nearly finished. And I went and played it for Jay-Z, who is now partners with my manager, Phil McIntyre. Uh, so played him the record and, and um, you know, had a title picked out that I thought worked, which is one of the album tracks called Unhinged. And he was like, listen, after hearing the record and as I'm getting to know you more and more, he's like, I feel like that doesn't quite embody the whole body of work. Yeah. So uh, tell me about this year of your life. What's it been like? And I was like, last year was complicated. And he was like, that's it. Wow. <laughs> so he helped sort of get the, the title and the whole thing. And um, it's great. You know, I, I, I kind of ruined the, the release plans. Like there's always like, yeah. you know, things. And the last <laughs> night I just was like, all right, I'm just ready to do this. You just right. did it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. But you, you control a lot of your own stuff. You're the master of your domain. I mean, yeah. Safe House Records, you're a smart dude. You, 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 you haven't been doing this for a short time. You know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. I try. You know, but is it still surreal when you get to sit down with Jay Z and play him your record? Oh, of course. I mean, he he's um, he's been incredible in this this next chapter, and the whole team at Rock. Um, I've been with my manager Phil now for uh, eleven years, twelve That's years. That's crazy. Um, so to have now that component as well to all of it is great, and his input was amazing and, and really helpful. Now let's let's take a look at last year was complicated, right? Yeah. The album you release a track list. Your songs are personal. I mean, walk me through your styling. How do you create a song? How does it work for you? Like, how do you get inspiration for a song? Do you go to the voice memo? Do you do it in your notes? <laughs> What's your move? How does it work for you? It's funny. You know, I, I it's always different. Yeah. So there's a lot of voice memos. There's a lot of, um, you know, random words that I'll, I'll write in my, my text just to, to remember them because uh-huh. it comes at a million miles a minute. But with this record, it m- most of it came from a, a, a very, very real place. So, you know, something would happen in my life and it would inform the writing. Um, so the, the 12 songs that are on the album are all incredibly important to me um, and very personal. And, and then there are ones that, you know, may not be heavy and like yeah. depressed, still some lighter tones to the record as well. Uh, but it, it's, it's really like a, an open book, you know, just about my life and is it hard for you to be honest? Because I don't want to say, like, your music in the past wasn't honest and real, but, 
I think now you're at a different stage in your life. I mean, close, you've talked about, you know, you not being vulnerable and being able to open up. Yeah. You've reached a different point. These songs are very different from Burning Up and SOS, <laughs> right? Different meaning, different side of you. Is it yeah. hard for you to be that personal sometimes? Well, I think for for uh, a lot of people, for most people, at the beginning of any relationship, you know, you have that moment where where you find it very hard to, to to trust the person or you dive in head first and then you find out later that it's hard to trust them. Uh, that's been a lot of my experience. And also, you know, I, I, I think that coming from a place of, of just trying to be as real as possible, um, you're able to say way more than you'd probably be able to say in just a conversation. So, yeah. you know, with the music, it's the, the perfect outlet and uh, really been uh, uh, almost like therapy for me to be able to write this music and, and go on this journey. Here's what I'm getting. Yeah. Professionally, last year was great. Amazing. Yeah. Personally, a little complicated. Complicated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and not bad. I mean, that's yeah. the, the the great part about that word. I probably use it more than I should, but um, it doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, there's just you learn a lot about yourself when you become uh, single amidst you know sort of a, a crazy ride you're on in your career and other things. And yeah. it's it's, it's in, insane. How do you have experienced the heartbreak that you had last year before in your life? Uh, you know, it, it, I would say this is that it's it's never uh, black and white. So. Um, there were stages to everything. There's there's the the end of a chapter, which is always tough, and then there's the the excitement about being free and being your own person, going on that journey. And then you know there's a really important song on this record called Chainsaw, which uh, I'm hoping will be the the second single. Um, and it, it to me it was is about walking through the house um, that that I went to a lot with my ex up in Mammoth, California, uh-huh. and um, Reliving, you know, a lot of of, of the relationship, and, and the couch reminded me of her, and then the the plates, like everything is like yeah. a thing, you know. And I, I think that's something a lot of people can relate to. So you know, you can you can try to pick out whose fault it was it and ended or or what is going to happen next. But the reality is, when you've shared something with somebody, it still is painful in some some way, and you know, it's that. Did you see this going to marriage? Uh, maybe I don't know. I, I I think that I'm very aware of my age. The fact that I'm I'm quite young. Yeah. You know, my brother Kevin got married pretty young, but he's very happy and and now has a, a beautiful baby. And um, I so I'm not sure. I I don't know that I can answer that. But yeah. I, I think that um, it's important to to be young and and live life and see what happens. So you break up and you talk about you know that's a stage of the whole thing, right? Yeah. Being free, being your own person for the first time in a while. Yeah. How long does it take you before you actually get out there and start like? Having some fun. Um, yeah, I don't really remember. To be honest, I, I think I. Dove, <laughs> that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I dove in head first on the writing first. I mean, the day yeah. that things ended, we we I went up with a group of friends who are also songwriters, and we just wrote a bunch of music. And, Hell yeah! And it was that for a, a little while, um, and then and then I I was so busy. I, yeah. and, and this year has been so busy, um, and also the acting stuff was a cool outlet as well to be able to to use that as a way to sort of um, channel whatever energy is going on in your own life to the character. And, Hell yeah. And, um, it's been good. Yeah. It's a good release. It is. Let's get into that. What was it like get, being on set in such a huge way this year? I mean, you spend a lot of time on set when you're doing Disney Channel, and you've also yeah. obviously acted throughout the years, but y- you did some heavy TV stuff. Like, you yeah. were recurring characters, you were on set often, you were high up on that call sheet, man. <laughs> like, what was it like being back there and, and working fun. with a director and getting into a character? You know, Screen Queens is, is, is a lot of fun and, yeah. and, and one of those those roles that, you know, you, you really get to just play with and, and kind of mess around. And my castmate in that, Glenn, was just so funny and we had a great time. And then, you <laughs> know, amazing. Kingdom, oh, he's so funny. Oh, my God. The show is great. 
um, Kingdom way more heavy and, and yeah. you know we're a, we just finished our third season so we're kind of deep into that now and my character's journey on that is very intense uh, and then this movie Goat that I, I did um, James Franco yeah it was it was great we, we were there at Sundance and got a great reaction and since then a lot of really cool scripts have come in that I'm hoping I get to make this year at some point um, I've got the tour with Demi in the summer which will take up a big chunk of time Yay. and then in between that and maybe some more touring in the, in the winter and fall um, <laughs> I'll try to fit in a little movie. I mean, like, let's take a second here and like soak all of that in, yeah. and let's take a look. Like, let's think about how far you've come and how long you've been doing this. Do you ever get amazed by it that you're um, still on the ride <laughs> of your life? I, I think the thing that I get amazed at is that I learn something new every day. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm strangely pretty far into my career as far as years go now, like 15, 16 years, including my Broadway days as a kid. Um, and, and even now, so many years later, I'm still learning something new about myself, about what I want to say as an artist and, um, you know, how this all works. Yeah. Because it is, the, the, as, I mean, as an artist, the landscape is changing so dramatically. Crazy fast. And, and you have to kind of, you know, be on the cutting edge of every single way to release music and yeah. share your music. And, and um, so it's been a lot of open and honest conversations with, with my partners, with Demi, yeah. with Safe House and um, my label Island and... Um, my manager, you know, so we're all just trying to get creative as to, you know, what do, what do we do in 2016 to make a real impact and, and to uh, continue to evolve. And so that's the, the next thing. Do you feel like the respect when you sit down with an executive like Charlie Walk or when you sit down yeah. with Jay-Z, like they give you a lot of respect. They admire what you've accomplished. I mean, is that a bit, that must be a big change, right? If you think back to like early, early on and you, yeah. you didn't get that, right? You were going in and like sometimes you were kind no. of a slave to the label almost, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, it's, def- it's definitely come a long way and it feels good. And I think the other thing that feels good is that, um, you know, Joe's success now with his band DNCE is amazing. It is amazing. Um, and I think there is kind of an unspoken, uh, we're both proud of the <laughs> fact that coming from where we came together and, and um, a lot of bias, I, I think when I was initially launching as a solo artist, just because um, people's first introduction to us was in the front of their mind. Yeah. And, um, so I had to work hard to show them who I am today. And the fact that he now has real success and, and is happy, it just makes everything better. If the, t- the whole team wins, we all win. Yeah. It's special. Yeah, it's really special. How do you measure success at this point in your life? I wish I knew. I wish I knew <laughs> the answer to that. I mean, I, I think that more than anything right now, um, it's about truly being happy and, and, yeah. and content. You know, I have a pattern of, of comparing myself to other artists that I might I think are in my lane, kind of doing what I'm doing. Um, but with this next step, I, I really just said, no one else is doing that yeah. but me. You know, I, I, I think very much that I am in um, my, my own spot just as much as they are in their own spot. And it's about just being comfortable and happy and loving what you do. And that's my focus. Do you think it's more competitive now, the landscape, than it was, you know, maybe eight years ago? Maybe, yeah. I mean, especially right now because, you know, there, there's so much new music. A lot of all good the, music. All the, a lot of really good music. Um, and it's a, you know, for me, it's about uh, just going with my instincts creatively. So yeah. I'm, I'm always, you know, uh, pretty hard headed in a writing session and, and, you know, have a million ideas. And, and I'm aware that of the million, maybe, you know, 15 are great and yeah. we'll make a, you know, a good song. So um, <laughs> I, I think it's all about just sticking to those instincts, working with great people and staying in your lane, what you do. You know? When you go into a session, what do you come prepared with? Like, do you have a plan? Because I, I, I've, I've gotten to know you over the years and I've yeah. gotten to like really experience your work. And from what I've gathered is that like 
you know what you want almost, right? And you're obviously incredibly smart. You're so musically like just connected. It's unreal. You know, it, you, unlike other artists, right? Some yeah. artists go into a session. It's kind of they have a loose idea, but they're really going to follow what's put in front of them. Yeah. How does it work for you? Like because you worked with Max Martin on this album. Yeah. I mean, what is a session like that like? Well, that session's interesting. It's it's um, you know, s- specifically with Max Martin's songs or or songs that he's a part of in some yeah. way. Uh, they're really challenging vocally, so you have to really be prepared with you know, sort of just uh, the me- melody and 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 connecting to the words and and you know, you see the people that he works with are are truly great yes. singers. So it's a pretty um, big pressure to really deliver. But in other sessions, you know, I think. Uh, like I said, I'll show up and I'll have a, uh, something I want to talk about. Yeah. Most times it stems from a, a real life experience. And um, it can feel, just being real at times, like you're a bit uh, self-absorbed, so you have to apologize. Or I always feel the need to <laughs> apologize in the room. Like, after we write this song, I want to hear all about your life. We talked for a couple <laughs> hours about mine. Um, and I really do genuinely love the people that I collaborate with. Um, you know, it was Jason Evigan who did Chains, my last one, and Teacher, and uh, Nolan, who I worked on Jealous with. Um, you know, so it, the same kind of crew, as well as some of these uh, amazing Swedish songwriters and producers. It's crazy. I mean, they're, I mean, I listen to the music and I really soak it in, man. It's unreal. And where pop music is going is special. What, what, what's your, I agree. What's your biggest strength as a musician? Uh, I think my, my melodic sensibility. I mean, it's something that I've, I've worked on for a long time and, and worked with people that I feel like, um, you know, I really admire something about their, their writing style and, and, and try to kind of soak it in and yeah. make it a part of my repertoire afterwards, you know. So yeah, my melodic sense, and and there are real, I think, distinct things within my sound now that um, stem from sort of where where I come from from a, a melodic angle. And you just mentioned something. You you pick up something new from everybody you work with, right? You learn something Absolutely. new. Yeah. What's the most valuable thing you've learned recently that you've taken oh. with you and actually used? <laughs> the most valuable thing I've learned recently, uh, to just chill out. Yeah. Like you, you realize that it's, it's everything's fine. I mean, the, you know, the world's not, we're fine. And, and um, <laughs> put a lot of pressure on yourself because we all love what we do and it's a, it's a great thing, but um, it's all good. Like, we're, we're, in, we're in a great <laughs> spot and we get to, you know, create something and that's a, a, a real honor and it should just be fun. It really is. And do you feel like you have more creative freedom now than ever with your yeah, music and yeah, with your style? Sure. I mean, like, Future Now, you and Demi are collaborating on it. This is coming off the heels of you, you know, being the creative director for Neon Lights. I mean... Talk to, me, talk to me about Future Now. What future are we getting now. into here? Well, Demi and I looked at each other. We said, okay, if we're going to do this, we have to yeah. make it really special because, um, you know, we toured in, in, in the past with the brothers years, years ago. I remember uh, that tour, man. Yeah, it was that fun. It was a good one. They, it rained in that tour. It did. There was rain and they, they, it was, it was in a Jonas Brothers logo. I remember. <laughs> I was freaking amazed in my seat at the Prudential yeah, Center. that's funny. <laughs> um, so we, yeah, we, we said we got to make it a really great experience yeah. for the fans. And find a way to, to build the structure of the show so that um, it really feels like a night of music and not cool. setless and broken up. And um, So we're working on everything from the design of the stage mm-hmm. to the set list, uh, kind of both with each other, too. Uh, as you mentioned, I, I creative directed her last tour, so um, there's trust there. There's an ability to just speak honestly. And um, we're even, I mean, down to, like, the smell. We want <laughs> when you walk in the venue to, for it to be really clear where you are yeah. and what you're about to experience. It's the details that matter. The details. I mean... Uh, Working with Demi Lovato, I mean, she's an incredible human being. Like, a yeah. super talent, right? She is. Grammy performance, basically, I mean, I was, like, ready to cry. Was, that's tears, a friend yeah. of yeah. Like, validating beyond, and I feel like, she, she, like, not that she needed it, but, like, she deserved that moment. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. She really did. 
She killed it. What do you think of the Grammys, right? You brought it up, not me, and she had some choice words to say about it, right? <laughs> she was very upset. I think for all artists, you know, it's it's a goal. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm I, I'm very real with the fact that, uh, you know, that is a thing that should should be awarded to you when they feel it's appropriate. So it's, yeah. it's out of my control, you know, and, and of course a nomination would be cool. But um, I've got a whole career to, to have that moment, and, and it's about patience and – um, naturally, there's some disappointment when you feel like you know there's been attention on some of your work and people responded to you in a positive way, yeah. and you don't get that nomination. But um, also, it just means like put your head down, go to work, and you know keep pushing yourself. Patience is a virtue that you have, and I feel like it's really groomed you and taught you well, my friend. I mean, yeah. well, thanks. A, a lot of people don't <laughs> respond that way, especially after creating music for 15 years. I mean, yeah. maybe that's a way you can measure success almost a little bit. Yeah. No? I mean, yeah. I mean, it definitely feels like I've got, um, you know, a second life in, in my career. You know, when when, when Jealous and, and Chains and the last record did what it did, it felt really good to, to kind of have life again because it, yeah. it did feel like at one point maybe – um, at 21, I, I would have, you know, my career would be done and, and having to figure out what's next. So uh, I'm incredibly grateful and, and, and in a good frame of mind for the next steps. Tove Lowe, Big Sean, Ty Dollar Sign, yeah. Alan, Iverson. Alan Iverson. How'd you get Alan Iverson on the album? When I saw yeah. it, I was like, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> on the album. Yeah. Last year was complicated. Well, the story with that one is a song called Comfortable. And we were writing the verse for the song, me and Jason Evigan, uh, who did Chains yeah. in the last record. And the whole idea of a song is about trusting somebody and who you place your trust in and, and you know, why you place your trust in them. And the verse says, uh, Iverson was right, it's only practice. Um, you know, I don't need a mic because the fact is I'm living my life in solid gold. It's about, like, being happy, being content. And so we were watching SportsCenter and trying to figure out what we wanted to do with the bridge of the song. We're like, is it a feature? Are we going to write a bridge? And that famous practice Talking speaking. about Practice. Yes, that came on. We were like, "Oh my god, it's perfect!" So we just took the audio, put it in the track, and it fit perfect. And it sounds like a like a spoken word. It's like a actually, when you hear it in context, it actually sounds um, like we planned it or something. It's so, just so. Wow. So his audio from that press conference is now in the song. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and he we you know we reached out to be able to use it. You obviously, get got to get permission. Yeah. And he was down, and it was just great. <laughs> yeah, so Ty Dallasan and and Big Sean, who just amazing. He killed a verse on this song, "Good Girls," and then Tove. So we're close. Um, we were on tour together last year. Yeah. It was holiday radio shows, and um, you know we're on the same label, so there's a lot of history there. But I was like, listen, I got a song. I want you to hear. I think we should do it. And as we got to know each other better and and more, I, I kind of like timed when I sent it to her. I was like, what do you think? And then she reworked her verse and made it her own and. Um, the video too comes out today, and it's it's very very intense. I got to see this video. I saw the teaser, the the, yeah. the chess pieces. It's the video is, um, yeah. And I know that's you. You know <laughs> what I mean? A cold I know, shower after that. Like like that's, <laughs> that's your vision, right? Is that yeah. you creatively directing all of that? Is that your idea? That's your concept? Well, I, I'm I'm the guy that's that. As I said before, I have yeah. a mil- I have a million ideas, and I see music very visually. So like. I, I now have my team locked on the creative front. Um, John Taylor, who you met, who I yes. work with, and he's you know creative director for me and Demi and Joe. And but we we over the last year really locked in every song that would come in. We'd say, all right, let's get a hundred ideas, and then we'll know which one's right. So with Close and and Chainsaw, actually, we already shot the music video for that. It's very clear. Um, it comes from a very real place, and working with him and the whole team on just getting it right in every detail. 
because it, it it's all about I think showing people the work beyond just the song and, yeah. and 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 making it clear what it means to you and so with this video I'm really proud of it and uh, Tove brought a whole you know another level of energy to it that just I think is really sexy and beautiful and um, it's kind of like an art piece a little bit. I'm excited. Yeah, I really am, and I'm excited for the meaning. I mean, you know, I mentioned before you, 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 the meaning behind this is because you can't open up. You don't feel like you're vulnerable. Why is that though? Well, why can't you open up? Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe past hurt or, or yeah. guilt. You know, even that is is a real thing that that leads you to not be able to really get vulnerable with somebody. Um, Could it be a fame thing too? I mean, maybe I I I, I don't know. I think that I I maintain a, a pretty high level of normalcy, or yeah. I try to at least. Um, so you know, I don't like using that as an excuse to to be socially disconnected but at that times. Makes, well, that makes hey, a lot of people don't do that. You yeah. know what I mean? That that's that's the scapegoat, easy. Yeah, but it, it is. Could, it really is. And for for a lot of it, I know it's like maybe there is that element of yeah. it. But uh, if it's there, I don't really want to acknowledge it because um, you got to try to just be as. Uh, transparent and, and yeah. as present as possible with people. Amazing. I want to know what the song Bacon is. <laughs> I think that's on everyone's mind. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm, I'm, I was last night, you know, I, it was late. Yeah. I maybe had a drink or two and I was like, <laughs> oh, my room. A Bombay Sapphire? Uh, well, actually, it was, no, it was just a Tito's soda. Okay. Um, well, I guess <laughs> it was not last, it was two nights ago and, and I'm, I'm there on Twitter and I'm just kind of like letting it go, just letting it roll. And bacon immediately. Everyone was like, "What is bacon?" <laughs> yeah, everyone's um, going crazy, being like, "What is bacon?" I've gotten yeah. so many tweets this morning asking. Basically, the idea of the song is um, when you finally feel a little peace after you know something has ended, yeah. and you're kind of living your life, and you're realizing you are happy, you are content, and saying life is so good. Basically, throw some bacon on it. <laughs> Because bacon it. makes everything better. I was thinking in my mind, I was like, this is going to be about like waking up in the morning, Every, like, uh, making thinks, breakfast yeah. for your like, SO. <laughs> no. I took like the really literal approach. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely not that. <laughs> that's, it's going to be fun. To see hey, you're the songwriter, here. not me. <laughs> and champagne problems, that got me thinking. Yeah, champagne problems. I'm I'm really excited for people to hear this one. Yeah. Um, it's this is one of the, actually the most personal songs, but it's it's strangely kind of feels like a party jam. So it's got a really great beat. It it's um, a little bit of a throwback vibe too. So there's that element to it. But um, my goal is that in every club, you know, when they bring out the bottle of champagne, this will be the song playing, <laughs> Hell even yeah. though it's about something kind of sad. Yeah. You, have you had a champagne problem? A few. Yeah. Yeah. We all have. Like, we all have. <laughs> we all have. <laughs> Okay, last year was complicated. We talked about your breakup. We've covered a lot here. I got to mention that you throw the best parties. You really do. I'm honored. They're always a great time. I mean, you're rolling cigars. There's great drinks. I do love a cigar. You You know this. We we all know. (laughs) I mean, this is a very big thing. I mean, how often are we doing the cigars here? Is this a daily ritual? Ah, no. I mean, if I say that, then I'm going to get in trouble probably from my doctor (laughs) or something. um, No, I mean, uh, you... What? I don't know how to answer. <laughs> I like cigars. What is it about a cigar? Because that's what I can't understand, right? And I'm trying to well, understand it's, it. It's the whole culture of it. Okay. So, you know, I had teachers, people that um, were actually on tour with us who became partners in a cigar company called Tatuaje. Awesome. And so when I was, you know, 20 or something, they, they showed me the art of making a cigar and what goes into it. So it's, you know, there are people that like wine, understand yeah. how that works and um, your palate can sort of form and, and you, you know, start to understand more about the whole thing, what yeah. you like, what you don't like. Um, so, yeah, that's where it comes from. Cool. And then uh, now, you know, in the midst of my life, which is pretty wild, it's nice to have something that forces me to sit down for 45 minutes and just chill. 
decompress, yeah. soak in the day. Exactly. I love it. What's now, on your mind? What's it like being on the beach with every single Victoria's Secret model? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was just an unbelievable trip. So <laughs> we talked about this, um, this Victoria's Secret swimsuit special thing. Yeah. Um, and it was in St. Bart's, which I've never been to before. And the thing that's great about the brand with Victoria's Secret is that they they vet the girls. Not only obviously they're they're beautiful, but they're also good people. You know, so they go through a whole process to become an angel. You have to be like a good person on top of it. So it makes the environment and something like that because it feels a bit like summer camp. We were there for a week, wow. um, you know, shooting a bunch of different stuff and performances and all this. It feels like just a, a great time with your friends and. and um, Ed Razik, the the guy that's kind of in charge of the whole thing, he's uh-huh. he's pretty incredible, and um, his vision for the whole thing was great. It was just fun, and then Joe kind of popped down. <laughs> of course, he he saw on. me posting pictures and was like, "This I can't miss this." <laughs> <laughs> so he came down and hung for a little bit too. Are this, we are we hooking up with girls while we're here? I mean, this is <laughs> uh, unless we're not newly single. But what, what's going on here? Um, I mean, listen, I'm I'm happy to be single. I'm very yeah, and and that's uh, important right now in my life, but. I'm I'm trying to just meet people, you know, okay. and and just if it's a casual drink or whatever, just go out, um, you know, to a certain degree, put myself out there, meet people that I can connect with, because um, we all want that on some level, I think, you know, some kind of connection with somebody, uh, even if it's not serious. And I feel like that's the kind of guy you are, right? I don't know if yeah. you're like a like yeah. a hit it and quit it one night stand kind of guy. I feel like you're. A, <laughs> well, I'm gonna get to know you yeah. and, and let's see where this goes. Experience type of guy. life on some level together. Yeah, there's uh, tons of Barbara Palvin rumors going around right now. <laughs> there is. So she came with a whole group of us to Vegas because Joe was DJing. Cool. Uh, known her forever when I was living back in New York. Like you know the whole crew. Yeah. Um, but we had, we had fun. It was a fun trip. She'd never been to Vegas. It was a friend's birthday. And we, we went and had a good time. Just a part of getting to know someone, right? Well, yeah. I mean, a part of a big group of people yeah. all hanging out. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask. Not exclusive to just <laughs> I, being with me. I got to ask. <laughs> yeah. Kate Hudson, dude. You got to ask. I mean, like, I, I don't know who should be prouder. You or Kate Hudson. <laughs> right? Like, let's be real. Uh, like, do you think she brags she's, she's about her, fr- like, to to her friends? Like, she was friends about you? I mean, she's, a, she's amazing. Great actress. And. You know, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not. Raising Helen was a great movie. Great movie. Um, no, she's she's great. I mean, I've spoken about it before, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm not in that real phase of my life anymore where I'm trying to shy away from from questions and answering it head on. But um, out of respect for specific people in their personal lives, yeah, and I feel like it's important not to to go too deep. But I, I spoke in a complex magazine yes. cover story I did where I just said, look, we had a great connection, and I I get why there was some intrigue about it because. Um, for obvious reasons. Of you know? course. But uh, again, out of respect for her, I'm just going to say she's amazing and our connection together was great, but uh, I am happily single. Cool. Yeah. Is there a high five though that happens between you and Joe? That's like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, man. Joe's, Joe's doing just fine. He's doing just fine right now. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, we're wrapping like, it up. Go, Joe. Whenever you and Joe like talk about the Jonas Brothers, I feel like we always hear you guys have great things to say, but it's always like, it's definitely the past for you guys, right? Is there yeah. anything shameful about it? Like, are you ever ashamed of it? Um, never ashamed of it. I mean, I think that it was hard at first breaking off as a solo artist uh, because there was really, um, I think, just a bias towards the whole thing and, and anyone with the last name Jonas sort of progressing beyond that. Um, so it was a goal to just break some of the, the preconceived ideas and, and push things in a new direction. Um, but I think that, you know, there, there's no shame. I mean, there, when we speak about it, um, it, it's probably not the stories that some people think we would talk about, but yeah. some of the moments that were, um, you know, sort of behind closed doors, fun and funny memories that we have that uh, are crazy that it, that some of these things happened because it almost feels like a different life, you know? Yeah, I was a huge fan. Thank you. <laughs> I was. 
Thank and before you. you go, I have yes. one last question, and I'm interested. At what point in all of this, for the last 15 years, did you know that your life would never be the same? Oh, wow, good question. What was it? Um, I think there was this real clear memory. Uh, it was a Texas State Fair with the brothers, and it was our first real big show where, yeah. where we kind of knew it was headed somewhere. Um, and, you know, we played this show, and I think 50,000 people came out, and we were like, not, we were definitely not at the level as far as our musicianship and our writing our, yeah. that, you know, would merit that many people coming. So I think for me it became very real. My life will never be the same, and I need to now push myself harder because uh, there's more eyes on me, and I'm, oh. not, I'm not actually in a spot where I feel like I deserve this. or you know. So it, it was really about just pushing myself and just trying to be the best I could be, and um, it hasn't been the same since then. That's for sure. Incredible. Nick Jonas, the respect, admiration I have for you, the love. Thanks, man. Seriously, it's incredible. And I, it's just, it's continuing to rise. And it's been the most awesome thing just to watch and to be a fan of. And I appreciate it. And I appreci- appreciate all you, you do. Hey, Look at you. thank you, brother. Just killing it. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I'm blushing. Nick Jonas, last year was complicated. You can pre order it today. Uh, Close featuring Tove Lowe is the single. It's out now. It's out now, baby. Nick Jonas. Should we play it? We should play it. We should play, Let's it. Do Let's it. play it. Let's play it. Zach Sancho. There you have it. Our hang with Nick Jonas. One of my favorites and such a really great guy. Genuine and real. Just so freaking smart. It's crazy. Okay. I hope you enjoyed it. Zach Sang Show on Twitter. Or just search Zach Sang over on Facebook. Leave your feedback, please. And uh, check out our, our other podcasts. Click around here and you'll find them. You got hangs with everyone from Justin Bieber to Megan Trainer to Selena Gomez. My friends, please be safe. Do not die and don't go to jail. Spread peace, spread love, and say hi to your mom. Until next time, bye-bye.